Hello everyone. We're just going to make a wee start. I just want to say a big welcome to everybody for coming out tonight. It's really, really good to see you all. You are very, very welcome. Hopefully you are warm enough. And hello also to the boys and girls. I know they're raring to go to get up onto the stage and to sing their songs and read their verses. Before we begin, we're just going to start with a co uh, chorus probably. Jesus loves me, this I know. Most people here should know it, and I know the boys and girls know it really well. So we're going to stand as we sing. Jesus loves me, this I know, and as you can see, the words are on the screen there, okay? Thank you very much for that singing. Sorry about the last verse. Hopefully that will be the last of the technical glitches. We're just going to open in prayer now. So boys and girls, just like we do in Sunday school, we remember our ABCs where we fold our arms, we bow our heads, and we close our eyes as we talk to God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for this church here in Coleraine that we're able to come in with the boys and girls and have our Sunday school social. We, thanks. we thank you so much for giving us the health and strength to get out. And the safety coming in in the cars or by walking or by the bus, we thank you for all these means. We pray, Lord, for the boys and girls now as they come to take part. We ask you to bless them, Lord. Help them as they sing, as they read their verses, as they read poems. And bless us, Lord, as we 
listen to it, Lord. We ask you to speak to any heart here that's unsaved. We thank you for bringing everybody in. We just pray, Lord, you'll speak to hearts and even save souls this evening. We pray for Danny as he comes a little later to bring the message, Lord. We pray, Lord, you'll bless his heart. You'll give him the words to even say tonight to us as we listen. And we pray, Lord, that all that's said and done will be done to your glory. We ask this in your name. Amen. Thanks again for everybody for coming out. I just want to say a big thank you to Danny um, for coming as well, for coming the distance that he's came. When you hear his accent, he didn't come from Liverpool. He only came from Newton Arts, but that's still a brave distance. So thanks for him for coming. I'm going to hand over now, really, for our programme to Lily. Lily's going to come and she's going to take us through everything that will happen next. Okay. Thanks, Lily. Hello everybody, welcome to our Sunday School Social. We have been practising over the last couple of weeks and are looking forward to singing and reading to you. This year we are thinking about Jesus Christ as our rock and as a, as, and a firm foundation. Jesus is the Son of God who came to earth and died on the cross to take away our sin. The Sunday School Choir are now going to come and sing some songs, songs to us.
Lily, Lily, Lucy and Isaac are now going to read a poem to us called Jesus Our Rock. Jesus our rock, so strong and so true, he stands by us in all that we do. With arms wide open, he's always in reach, guiding our steps and helping us teach. In times of trouble, he gives us grace and lifts us up with a smile on his face. He's our foundation and he will not move, so stand firm with love and truth. When we're lost, he shows us the way and shines a light to brighten our day. With Jesus as our rock, we're never alone. He is always with us wherever we roam. James and Perry are now going to read a Bible first. The Bible says in Samuel the second, 22 verse 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. First T seven Samuel twenty two first T Lord of my walk, my fortress, my ever. Jemima is now going to sing for us. Poppy, Cora, Lily, Scarlett and Scott are now going to read a poem to us called A Strong Foundation.
on his word and learn the most important truth to love and trust the Lord. Help me. It will make a strong foundation that will hold us in these days when Satan tries to make us fall into his evil ways. Then when our days are over, as they will be by and by, we'll move to our eternal home, a mansion in the sky. Um, the sing group is now going to come now to now sing.
Benjamin, Jemima, Arthur and Sophie are going to sing, read a poem called The Children's Friend. to come and read free Bible verses. The Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 2, I will say of Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Psalm chapter 62 verse 7. In God is my salvation and my strength and my glory, the rock of my strength. The Bible says in Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Lola Noel is now going to come and sing.
the Sunday School Choir are now going to come and sing some more songs.
Thank you all for coming tonight. We are now finished. I'm going to read a poem from a long time ago in 1972. It's called Our World Today. Sit in and shut down and strikes by the score. Everyone wants a little bit more demos and marches to make a protest till sometimes we wonder what happens next. No one seems happy in our world today, yet times are better, or so they say what has gone wrong and still and is still getting worse. Do you do we think of God second and the greed of God first? Thanks very much, boys and girls. I'm sure you all enjoyed that. I know I did. Everybody give them a wee clap just to say thank you. And thank you to Lily as well for narrating the whole thing. She's done a great job doing that as well. Before I hand over to Danny, I just want to say a thank you to all the teachers and all the bus drivers and everybody that helps to get these boys and girls in every Sunday because they can't come in by themselves. So thank you to all the bus drivers and the helpers and also for the teachers as well every Sunday for teaching the boys and girls from the Bible. Uh, they really appreciate it and I really appreciate it and I know the parents do too. So I'm just going to hand over to Danny now. Danny is a really busy man. He works in schools all across Northern Ireland. He works with a Christian organisation, Logos Ministries, and he came the whole way from Newton Ards to be with us tonight. So a big thank you to Danny. And once Danny's finished, then boys and girls, you'll get your prizes. So that should encourage everybody to fold their arms and sit up and listen to Danny now, okay? So just a thank you to Danny. Come on ahead. There we go. Right, hello everyone. Oh, well, that wasn't a very good start, was it? You're all, you're all tired from singing already? Right, did I get one more time? Hello everyone. There we go, that's a little bit better. Now, thank you so much for letting me come and spend a little bit of time at your children's evening. It was really, really good to be able to hear you singing and reading poems and doing all sorts of different things. So I am very, very excited that I'm able to be here with you. So thank you so much for having me. Now, I'm going to be finishing by doing a little talk with you, and I'm hoping you'll be able to help me a little bit with this talk. Do you think you can help me with it? Yeah. Good, because I am going to do a talk about a man called Ono, oh and that sounds like a weird name, doesn't it? Now, I want to talk to you about this man called Ono. Oh he is someone that is in the Bible, and we will see stuff about him, because there's loads and loads of different characters in the Bible, and there's so much that we can learn from them. And obviously you've been learning and doing tonight all about Christ being our foundation. Now, Ono was a little bit different to that. He wasn't a very good person. You see, Ono didn't like anybody telling him what to do. And he was called Ono because every time somebody asked him to do something, he would always turn around and say, oh no. So what I want you to do is that every time he is about to say, oh no, I am going to shout out and say, one, two, three, and you have to shout, oh no, as loud as you can. Do you think you can help me with that? Yeah. 
Right, so we'll give it a go, we'll give it a practice. So first time, so you ready? One, two, three. <laughs> now that was really good from this section here. But there are a load of people at the back that are sort of looking going, we don't normally talk when we come here. We sit here and do nothing. And we need them to help us as well, don't we? It's about time they done something, wasn't it? So we'll try it one more time. You ready? One, two, three. Perfect. That was really, really good. So I want to tell you about this man called Ono. Now, Ono lived in this house and he had a boss who looked after him. And his boss was a man called Philemon. And Philemon was a very, very powerful man. And Ono used to have to work in this man's house. So he was looking after all the animals. He was cleaning the house. He was having to do all sorts of different things. And Philemon was a very, very angry man. And he used to boss everybody about and tell everybody what to do. And Ono didn't like it. Now, one day, Ono was asked to clean Philemon's chariot. He said, go outside and clean my chariot for whenever I need to use it. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. Oh, that was okay. That was okay. So he thought, oh, no, I have to go and clean this. So he went outside and he started to clean this chariot. But Ono hated his job and he hated being there. And he used to think about, do you know what? One day... I'm going to escape. One day I am going to run away so that I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, and nobody be able to tell me what to do. And while he was sitting there having this daydream, he started to hear this noise shouting in the distance. Then he said, come here, oh no, come here. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. That's good, that's good. We've kind of lost the ones at the back already, so we'll keep an eye on that. But... He thought, oh no, what does he want? So he went rushing in and he said, what do you want? What do you want? And he said, I need my chariot because there's a man out in the town called Paul. And Paul was a really, really well-known man. He was going around and he was teaching and he was preaching and he was telling people all about Jesus. And oh no, had heard about this man. And he was like, I would love to go and hear Paul. And Philemon said, we need the chariot because we're going to go into the town and we're going to go and see Paul. And Ono thought, this is great. I'm going to go and get to hear Paul. And he said, so all of these things need to be done. And I want you to clean the house and have it all ready for the time I come back. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. <laughs> and he thought, oh no, I don't even get to go. I don't get to go and hear Paul. And he was angry and he was annoyed and he was frustrated. Now, Philemon went off in his chariot and he went into the town and he went to see Paul. Now, as he went in, he went into this town and he heard Paul. And Paul was preaching and he was teaching and he was telling people all about Jesus. He was telling them about how Jesus should be the foundation, like what you were teaching about this evening. About how Jesus should be the center of our life. And he said about how we are all slaves to sin. Now, Philemon didn't know what that meant. Because he thought, I'm a very rich and a very powerful man. I'm not a slave. And he went over to Paul at the end and he said, what are you talking about? I'm not a slave. I'm a rich man. And Paul told Philemon all about the fact that all of us have done things wrong in our lives. All of us have disobeyed God. And that makes us sinful people. And we need to be forgiven by God. And he was teaching them about this. And Philemon heard this message and he realized that he needed to have Jesus in his life. 
And so he spoke to Paul and he, he knew about his need of salvation. And he asked the Lord Jesus to come into his heart and to save him. Something that your Sunday school teachers pray for continuously for each and every one of you and each and every one of your parents and family. That you will come to know Jesus for yourselves. Now this happened in the life of Philemon and he brought Paul back to the house and they started to celebrate because Philemon had changed. He had become a new man. The Bible tells us that if we are saved, then we become like a new creature, that our hearts are changed. And so everybody celebrated and everyone was happy. And do you know who was especially happy? Oh no, because he thought to himself, this is my chance to escape. So, oh no, went into the kitchen and he thought, I need some things to be able to take with me. So he went into the kitchen and he started to steal things. He started to steal things from Philemon's house. He started to take stuff out of the cupboards and he started to take all that he could find so that he could take it with him and start his new life. Do you think that's a good thing to do? It's not, is it? It's not a good thing to do. But he went round and he stole And he escaped and he ran away and he went to the edge of the town. He ran to the edge of the town and around the edge of the town was a big wall. And there was guards guarding the exit to the town. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. That got a little bit sad there. We'll do that one again. One, two, three. Perfect. That's good. He thought, oh no, what am I going to do? He said, I can't escape. So he waited and he waited until it was night time. And once it was nighttime, he was able to sneak past the guards when they couldn't see him. And he escaped the town. And he went down to the docks and he found a boat and he paid someone to to let them onto his boat and take him as far away as he could go. He went all the way from a place called Colossae that you can see there, all the way to a place called Rome. And he thought to himself, I can start my new life. I can do whatever I want. I can be whoever I want to be. Nobody needs to tell me what to do and I can just live my own life and live for the things that make me happy. And he didn't have a job because he didn't want to answer to anybody. He went round and he ate what he wants and he drank what he wants and he spent his time relaxing until one day he ran out of money. One, two, three. Oh no, he ran out of money and he thought, what am I going to do? Because I'm not going to get a job. I'm not going to work for somebody else who's going to tell me what to do. I want to do whatever I want. So he'd done what he'd done before. He started to steal. And he used to go down to the markets in the morning. And he used to steal from the fruit and veg stalls. And he used to steal food. And he used to get whatever he could to be able to carry on living his own life. And one day, he was down in the markets... And he was going around, mingling in with the people and trying to steal things from the fruit and veg and all of these different things. And do you know what happened? He got caught. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. Oh no, what am I going to do? I've just been caught. And the guards took him, these Roman soldiers took him and they took him in to prison. And he was trapped in this prison cell thinking to himself, one, two, three. Good, that was a quick one. I just want to make sure you're still listening. He thought to himself, oh no, what am I going to do? At least I'm in here and I can still do whatever I want and soon enough I'll be able to get out. I've got a prison cell all to myself so maybe things could be worse. Now the prison was getting really, really full 
And one day the prison guards came in to Ono and they said to him, this prison is getting too full, so we are going to put you in with another person. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. <laughs> he preempted that one, well done. And he thought to himself, oh no, I'm going to have to share a prison cell with someone else. So he was taken and he was dragged out of this prison cell. And he was taken and thrown into another one. And as he got into this prison cell, he sat down and he realized that the person he was with was a man called Paul. Now, Paul was the man that we had been hearing of at the start of the story. Paul, at this point, had been thrown into prison because he had been teaching people about Jesus and the people didn't like it. And they threw him into prison. Now, Paul knew Philemon, who was Ono's boss that he had stolen all of those things from. So he looked at Paul and he thought to himself, one, two, three. One, two, three. Good, good, he's all still listening. He thought, oh no, he's going to tell them about what I've done. He's going to tell them about what I've stolen. He's going to tell them where I am. And Philemon's going to drag me back and he's going to kill me. And he got scared and he got worried and he didn't know what to do. So he sat down next to Paul and he started to tell him about all the things that he had done. He started to tell him about the things that he had done wrong. And he started to tell him about what had happened to him. And Paul told him about the fact that you can tell me all of these things. But the only important thing that you can do to be truly forgiven is to pray to God. And to ask him to forgive you. Realize that your life can't be built on all of these things. That if your life is built on the things that you have and the things that you want, then eventually they're all going to go away. He said, but the only thing you can do in our lives that will bring you true happiness is to realize that you need Jesus in your heart and that you need to build your life on the Lord Jesus Christ, which we talk about in a really important song that we sing, don't we, about the wise man and the foolish man. And oh no, realized that he needed forgiveness for the things that he had done wrong. So he sat down next to Paul and he prayed and he asked God to forgive him and he asked Jesus to come into his heart and to save him and to take away all of his sins and to come into his life and give him a new and clean heart. Now one day, a few days later, when they were in prison together, the guards came back in and they said, oh no, you are free and you are able to go back home. We are sending you back to where you came from. And he thought to himself, one, two, three. Oh no, they're going to send me back to Philemon and Philemon is going to kill me for all the things that I have done. So as he was taken away, Paul said to him, to make sure that nothing happens to you because you are a new creature You are a new person, and Philemon needs to know this. So Paul wrote a letter, and he wrote a letter to Philemon to tell him about what had happened to Ono, and tell him about how his life had changed, and he needed to forgive Ono, just like Jesus had forgiven both of them. Now, the amazing thing about this story, because it sounds like a really cool story, one of the great things is that we can actually find it in the Bible. There's a book of the Bible that's only one page long called the book of Philemon. And we can actually read all about that story. And that letter that Paul had written to Philemon is found there in that book. You see there in Philemon 1, verse 9 to 16, Paul had wrote this letter that said, Yet for love's sake I beseech thee, bringing such one as Paul the aged and now also a prisoner of Jesus. 
I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, which was his real name. So his proper name was Onesimus. And he says, I tell you about Onesimus, who has begotten in my bonds, which in times past was unprofitable, but is now profitable to you. He tells him all about the fact that Jesus had saved him and about how he needs to forgive Ono, because Ono has been forgiven by Christ, which is so much more important. And it's such an amazing lesson for all of us to remember. That sometimes we think, and especially as you get a little bit older, and your parents and grandparents can all relate to this, that as you get older, there's so many things out there that can take your attention away. Whether it be computer games, whether it be your schoolwork, whether it be houses and cars and all of these different things that we think of. And we think, if maybe I had more money, then my life would be really happy. And maybe if I had a better car and a better house and a new Nintendo Switch or a new Xbox or all of these different things, my life would be really, really happy. But the Bible tells us that eventually all of those things will go away. Eventually those things will break or those things will get lost or those things will get old and get rusty. But it says to us that the only thing that we can truly build our lives on is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that if we want our lives to be truly happy and we want to have true and lasting joy, then we need to experience and know what it's like to have Jesus in our hearts. And it's really simple. It's an amazing story that the Bible tells us. It tells us about the fact that God loved us so much that he gave everything that he had. He gave his only son down to this earth to die just to have a relationship with us that he came into this world to give his life to bridge that gap between us and God and if we ask him to come into our lives and to forgive us of our sins and save us then he promises us that he will change our lives that he will take our hearts that he will give us a new life that he will give us a new focus and we can build our life on something that truly lasts forever so we won't be like oh no we won't be sad And we won't be annoyed every time things go wrong, but we'll realize that our life has a true and bigger purpose, a life that is built on the Lord Jesus Christ. So hopefully you'll be able to remember that and remember a little bit about this man, this man who was focused on all the things that he could have when really all he needed was Jesus Christ for himself. And he had true joy. And no more did he say, one, two, three. One, two, three. Good, well done. Thank you so much for listening. You've listened really, really well. I'm going to pass back to David now. Thank you to Danny for coming and speaking to us. As we bring the prizes out, The uh, church we're going to sing, I am so glad that our Father in heaven tells of his love in the book that he's given. That's exactly what Danny's been speaking about tonight. So we're going to stand as we sing, and the words are going to be on the screen, and we're going to bring the prizes out. Okay, boys and girls, so sing really well. I know you know this song as well.
some money in. Yeah. Some math prize. Wish I came to this Sunday school, I'll tell you that. Tobias. James McAfee. Annie McAfee. Thank <laughs> you. 
Eliza. Lily. Lily Gibson. And Jacob Gibson. Freddie Archer. And Scott. Jack.
Christopher. Yeah. 
Emily. Brooklyn. Amber. Amber D. Scarlet Moru. Fabian. Zach. Did I miss anyone? Benjamin. Lily. Very patiently, boys. Well done. I told him not to give you anything because that Chelsea shirt. But, uh, <laughs> I said to him, that boy doesn't need anything. But, uh, <laughs> there you go, buddy. Well done. Well done. Hey, that's everybody. So we're going to close in prayer. There's supper for everybody. Once I'm finished praying, if all the adults, all the parents, if you go out through those doors and go into the hall, uh, there's supper prepared for everybody, okay? And then the classes can follow afterwards. So we're just going to close in prayer. So we bow our heads and close our eyes. And by the way, there's a wee booklet at the front door as you leave. It's called A New Beginning. And anybody that's interested can take one. Feel free to lift one. 
it doesn't save you, but it's got loads of information to expand upon what Danny was saying tonight. So feel free to take a sweet book at home with you, okay, and read it. That's at the door on the way out. So we're just going to close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the Sunday School Social. We thank you for all the boys and girls that have taken part. We ask you, Lord, to accept all this for your honour and your glory. We ask you, Lord, to bless all the boys and girls that have taken part. We pray for Danny, Lord. We thank you for the word that he brought to us. We just ask, Lord, that you'll speak to each heart here tonight. And, Lord, even speak on as we go home. Lord, may there be people that get saved following this meeting tonight. We just pray, Lord, and thank you for all the good things that have been provided. We thank you for everybody that supplied the good stuff, Lord, for us to eat. We just pray, Lord, you'll take us to your homes in safety afterwards, Lord. And, Lord, bless each one that's been here tonight, Lord. We thank you for your presence with us. We just ask, Lord, that you'll speak on to many hearts that have been in your presence tonight. We thank you for all that you've done for us. We thank you for saving our own souls, Lord. We just pray for each one. Take them home safely, Lord. We pray this in your name. Amen. Feel free just to go out those back doors for the first stuff, okay?